You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hello, welcome back into the podcast that we like to call From the Podium, where you hear directly from your Kansas City Chiefs. I'm host and audio producer of the Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network, Stephen Serta. Kansas City Chiefs prepare for their AFC Championship game rematch against the Cincinnati Bengals. On Wednesday, we heard from head coach Andy Reid, quarterback Patrick Mahomes, safety Justin Reed, wide receiver Juju Smith-Schuster, linebacker Nick Bolton, and running back Isaiah Pacheco. We'll go in that order, starting with Andy Reid, followed by Patrick Mahomes, then safety Justin Reed. After that, we'll take a quick timeout. When we get back, we'll wrap things up with Juju, Nick Bolton, and Isaiah Pacheco. Here's Andy Reid. Um, look forward to the challenge of playing Cincinnati. Good football team, um, as you'd expect, coming down to the last four teams standing here. So uh, we look forward to the challenge of playing them. With that time, Jerz. <clears throat> yeah, no, he um, he'll practice. He did the walkthrough this morning. He'll practice this afternoon. Yeah, I think he'll, well, we'll see. But I mean, I think he'll do probably everything. But we'll see. Yeah. <clears throat> Uh, well, I mean, he's had injuries before, so um, he can bank on, uh, you know, that past experience that he's had. But, um, you know, he'll, he'll, he'll do fine. It's just a matter of making sure that he's safe to, you know, safe as you can be out there on the football field. But. Andy, is it a case of just wanting to see him do some things today and then obviously <clears throat> next hurdles is obviously how does it respond for tomorrow's practice? Yeah, I mean, is it day by day? Yeah, day by day. Yeah, I tell you, yes. Is there is there one, or maybe two things you want to see from him today in practice, just to ensure that you guys are headed in the right direction? Well, just how he how he functions. He did well in the walkthrough, and we'll just take the next step, Nate. I mean, you know, just see how where he's at with it and go with it. Yeah. Coach, when it when it comes to McColl, you guys backed off last week, and it sounds like <clears throat> thing today. Just where is he at? Yeah, he feels better than he did the last couple of weeks. So that um, that move looked like it worked to, to this point. And then, again, we'll just see how he does every day here. And uh, he seems to be in a good place. Yeah. Andy, you've spoken about this before, but Kadarius seems to have found a unique spot within the offense. And I, I wonder if you could elaborate a little bit on how he's been able to do that both physically and also with his ability to grasp the offense. Yeah, well, I mean, the main thing was that <clears throat> Excuse me, Doug. Is that he? Um, you know, the the hamstring was healthy. I mean, that, that was kind of the hang-up, and uh, and it, it kept occurring. I, I don't think knowing him now, I'm not sure he ever let it get get to the healing point because he wants to play. You know, it's one of those things. So um, I'm sure he was saying, "I'm okay. I'm okay. It's you know fine." But uh, because of his desire to be out there, he loves to play the game. That's what. I mean, you know, that's what I've noticed most uh, 
as he, he wants to be in there. So we backed him up a little bit and just made sure that uh, he could be kind of get, get healthy in that area. And, um, you know, he's been doing great since, you know, knock on wood there. But, I mean, he's been doing great, yep. Did you feel like or do you feel like he, he had a particularly fast grasp of, of what you're trying to do? Or he's a smart kid, yeah. Smart. Picks things up easy, yeah. Um, there's a chance, probably more, uh, well, yeah, there's a chance either one, but maybe more Fortson than, than Clyde, but uh, we'll see how it goes, you know, this week. You guys have played the Bengals so often in the last year or so. Um, do you feel like you know them about, like, a division opponent at this point for three games? Yeah, I would say probably both ways. I, I would say that they, they know us and we know them, and... You know, we're all searching for that little extra thing that you can throw at them. So we've played each other enough to, you know, we're, we're I'm sure both sides feel that way. And when you Coach, look you at have, uh, Isaiah Pacheco, who's, of course, a rookie going into this game, never seen <clears> this situation before, the starting running back. Uh, what are your conversations like this week with them? Yeah, just be, well, it's really with all the rookies. I'd just say just be you and, uh, and go play. I mean, that's uh, uh, learn the game plan and, and don't be anything more or anything less. Just go go play. Coach, there are people in Cincinnati uh, who feel like they've got something. There's something that they have maybe mentally. Their players have more confidence against you guys. What, what do you say to that? Yeah, well, listen, they probably should. They, they've won three games. So, you know, that's uh, I'm sure that's how they feel. But um, that's okay. We're, we're still going to, you know, play the game, so. What you said, both teams are searching for the extra things to get on top of each other. What did you see from the last game that put them over the top of y'all? Um, <laughs> that wouldn't be smart if I answered that. But <clears throat> oh. I mean that's part of the game. I mean, I don't. I mean that happened. I'm glad he hooked on with another team. You know, so we'll be all right. Andy, I know, like you said, you weren't going to elaborate on specific points of you know what got got you a win or a loss. But I do wonder if you look at the three games with the Bengals. Is there a, a commonality of, of self-induced mistakes that will be a point of emphasis? With the yeah. Last week or any more than usual? Or? Yeah, against good teams, you can't do that, right? So our guys know that. Um, <clears throat> so, and two good teams playing each other, the littlest thing can throw it to the side. So you you got to take care of the ball. Yeah. Andy, anything we asked when we placed face Jacksonville, if there's anything different we've seen from the November match to there. Do you feel the same way about Cincinnati? Is it kind of the same things you've seen out of them since it's such, so recent that you've played them last? Or is there anything you see different? Yeah, I, I just tell you they're a real good football team. They, they're not a. Um, they don't have a lot of weaknesses on either side of the ball and or special teams. So, <clears throat> you know, it's uh, th that part hasn't changed from the first time we played them. They're good, um, or they wouldn't be here at at this round. So, um, you know, that, that'd be it. Yeah, I, whoever they're going to put in front of you uh, right now, I mean, that's you're, you're going to be up for the game. I mean, that's a, um, and, and then 
these two teams compete well against each other. And so I, I think both teams will do that. Yeah. And you mentioned the Pat battle through injuries before in, in the past, and he's played well battling through them. But I guess, is he more prepared to handle it now as opposed to years past in terms of potentially playing the spot or handling it and being able to not do that? Yeah, I would probably tell you yes. Um, yeah, I mean, he, he had a couple injuries in college that he fought through, but um, he's had, in the NFL, <laughs> with all the games that you play, very seldom you get to this point without having something. And that's just how, how it goes. And, um, and so um, I, I think he's, yeah, I mean, he, he, knows, it, he knows that. And, and he's pushing through right now. And we'll just see. We'll see how he does here. I mean, you're going to be looking at him like we're looking at him. So, Andy, with the, the quarterback dealing with an injury, obviously you have to make adjustments. And I just wonder where you feel like your experience, having been the coach for all these years, helps you maybe get a quarterback, obviously maybe limited or hindered by something into a rhythm, uh, have them succeed in a better place. Where do you feel like your experience? Yeah, yeah. You know what, Nate? I think we have enough in the in the game plan where you can kind of pick and choose where you want to go with it. And uh, according to how the players are, are, play, are feeling, you know, and while they're playing. And, um, you know, so uh, maybe experience helps. But I, we have, there's enough in there that you can, you can choose from and uh, work any way you choose to, to go. And is that, just, just a quick follow-up, is that, I, I think in previous times you said that there might be 250, maybe 300 plays for a certain game plan. Is just having a, a, a wider selection, does that also help too? Is that kind of yeah, that's right. You have a variety of things that you you can go to. Obviously, you don't use all the all the plays in the game, um, but they're available. And, um, you know, so if you have to go a certain direction, you can go that direction with the, with the calls. Michelle. <clears throat> Yeah, um, most likely he won't just do a little. Uh, I, you know, he's he's gonna. I, I don't think I'm gonna have to go there with that. Um, he's gonna. I might have to pull him back a little bit, but knowing him, I think he's gonna try to do everything, and we'll just see how he does. Um, but I'm, I'm sure I don't know what that number is, Michelle. I mean, whatever the number is, it is I, that he needs, but I don't think that's gonna be the issue. Andy, Frank Clark's in the top five career postseason sag in the game last week. What are you seeing from him to suggest he could have another big game Sunday? And what is it about him in, in the postseason? Yeah, well, I mean, he, he's always fired up. But uh, he, I guess there's a little something extra there that he has. But he, he's a relentless player all the time. <clears throat> his numbers speak for themselves, you know, throughout his career. But um, he, it's quite a record. Uh, or opportunity for a record there with uh, with the sacks and playoffs. So you got to get there first to get them right, and so he's had a lot of opportunities to to do that when he was in Seattle and and now here. Coach, there's a lot of talk about the passing game and both quarterbacks, <laughs> but the Bengals are a very physical team, and, and so are the Chiefs. So how, how much emphasis is that going on in practice? Yeah. So yeah, both teams are are physical and. <clears throat> that's a that's a good thing. It should be a great game to be a part of and for our fans to to watch. So, 
Um, uh, right now, though, you're not going to, you know, go and bang each other up before the game and do that. But the guys know that they absolutely know what you're saying. And uh, and so they'll prepare themselves mentally for that. All right. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Guys. Hi, Patrick. How you doing? How are you? Um, I'm doing good, you know, AFC Championship week, ready to go. How's the ankle? It's doing good, you know. I've had a few days of treatment, a few days of rehab. Uh, excited to get on the practice field and kind of test it out uh, and uh, see where I'm at, but uh, it's feeling good so far. You, you expressed that you'd start treatment the night after the game. Can you just kind of bring us through what that night was and then these last few days, what, what you've been doing? Yeah, I was able to do some extra testing just to make sure everything was good, uh, not after the game, and then get a few things done uh, to help the treatment kind of start off. And then the next few days has just kind of been, I mean, all-day thing where you're just doing either treatment or rehab or watching film. And uh, I, I, I had to take Brittany to a few places with me so I can be around the kids a little bit. But uh, it's a full-day thing where you're trying to make sure that you're obviously prepared for the Bengals and the great football team uh, mentally and physically. That might serve you for Sunday. Uh, probably my toe would probably be the the toughest injury. I remember when I had the toe, I was like having to I had to curl my toes when I walked, so that was probably the, the toughest injury that I I had to play through. Um, but I've dealt with a lot of them, man. And uh, you kind of have to mentally just get yourself to focus on what needs to be focused on, and that's the team that you're playing. And you prepare your body all week, and then when you get to Sunday, uh, you focus on playing the football game, and uh, that's what I'm gonna try to do this week. Is this all at all comparable to the? Yeah, it's very similar, just a different ankle, um, especially when you're different ankles in the quarterback position, you're planting and throwing off different stuff. Um, so the last one, I, it was the leg that I landed on, so I had to find ways to throw where I could land and keep it in the right spot. And this time I'll have to find ways to be able to push off and be able to still make the throws the right way. So uh, definitely uh, similar in a sense, but obviously different limitations and stuff that I'll have to work through. Yeah, I mean, this is the first time, I guess, in, in your uh, Chiefs career that you've come into a playoff game as an underdog, as a, especially as a home underdog basically due to your injury, so to speak. Do you feel, do you feel more pressure? Do you feel like it's, it's because you're an underdog now that there's not a lot of pressure since a lot of people expect the Cincinnati to win this game? Yeah, I mean, every time I walk on that field, I don't, I don't think I'm an underdog, especially when I walk on Arrowhead's field. So uh, I just go in with the same mindset of we're going to play our best football to win. Uh, we know we're playing a great football team that's beat us the last three times. Um, and so we have to learn from our mistakes in the past and be better um, in order to, to win against a great football team. Did you see the video? Does it require a different uh, I think we'll see throughout the week. Uh, I haven't got, got to go out and practice yet and put myself in those positions. Uh, I've done limited stuff kind of in a – a small, uh, small kind of box of what I can do, but uh, I'll push it a little bit today and then and the next day and then the next day again and see what I can do that not re-aggravate the injury, obviously, but uh, to push it to see what, I, what I'll be able to do on Sunday. Any hesitation mentally, you know, when you're a lot of time to feel that you want to have coming up on Sunday? Um, I'm, there was a little bit earlier in the week. I mean, you want to you want to push it, but you don't, like I said, you don't want to re-aggravate it or do something that you were in the position this last game and it was hurting, but uh, that stuff that you do the rehab and then you do the treatment for is to uh, prepare yourself to go out and practice and go out and play. And um, uh, I mean, all you can do is keep pushing it and pushing it and uh, try to do whatever you can to go out there and win a football game. Patrick, you have something to do at home, but are you, are you off your feet when you're at the house or are you doing some stuff at home as well? Yeah, I mean, I haven't been at the house much. So uh, when I'm at the house, it's usually either studying or going to sleep. So uh, it's just kind of prepare yourself, uh, do whatever I can at the building, and then whenever – 
I can't get off my feet and get some sleep, then I'll, I'll go get some sleep. Yeah, I mean, a lot of greats have, have done it. I mean, I think it's just about being a competitor. I mean, if you want to you want to be out there, and uh, especially in these games. Um, and so all you can do is just mentally prepare yourself and your body throughout the week. And then, like I said, you get the game day. You just have to focus on the game. And uh, that, that's what I'll try to do is prepare my body the best I can and get to the game and just go out there and play and try to find a way to win. Is this progress better than, than, than you expected? Uh, yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I felt... I felt better than I thought I was going to be after the game. I mean, moving on it during the game definitely, definitely hurt. Um, but uh, after the game, I was able to rest it and kind of ice it up and do different stuff like that. I felt in a little bit better position, and obviously the next morning felt a little bit better, and I've continued to get better throughout the week. So uh, we'll, we'll see how I feel today at practice, and I'll get a better, better feel for y'all, and I'll be able to, I think, answer a little bit better tomorrow. Patrick, um, this is a team you've faced a few times, like a division opponent. You guys know each other pretty well. You've been able to run on them. What has been the challenge trying to throw against that secondary? Yeah, they're coached well, man. Uh, uh, their defense coordinator, Coach Anarumo, has, has done a great job of changing up the game plan. I think that's been the best thing. Is very game plan specific. Uh, it's never the same. He gives you different looks out of the same the same look, but different coverages. And that's what I think a lot of great defense coordinators do is they're able to coach their team up and do a lot of different stuff and variety of stuff, but still be sound in it. And I think that's what they do well. And then they have great players. I mean, at the end of the day, they have great players that are, that are, that are extremely coachable and go out there and do their job to the best of their ability. And so uh, when you're at this point in the playoffs, you're playing against great teams, and it's about who can execute at a higher level. In, in, in different ways, for lack of better terms, the Bengals have been a little vocal this week. What's been the messaging in, internally just to not get involved with that and, and, and react and that type of stuff. Yeah, I mean, we just we just go out there and play football at the end of the day, and uh, all that stuff you can talk throughout the week, but at the end of the day, it's a football game. You have to go out there and play it. So uh, we believe in just going, showing up on Sunday, playing our best football, and seeing what happens. We're going to go four more. We'll go Ahe, Todd, Steve, and then Sam. Go ahead, Patrick, a little, a little related to that, you're a lot more used to having winning streaks against other teams than having one going this way. And I, I, how do you how do you work with that in terms of the motivational point there? I, I know you. You know, look for motivation at different places. Um, yeah, I mean, we've obviously lost this team three times in a row, and uh, they we've had great football games against them, but they've been able to beat us uh, situationally at the end of games. And so how can we be better there? Um, we know it's going to be a close football game. Uh, every team you play in this position is going to be a close football game. Um, but how can we be better situationally that we go out there and we're able to execute on third down in the red zone and at the end of games in order to, to win against a good football team? It just gets in your head in a negative way in any way, right? I mean, I assume it's motivation rather than. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't know how it would be a negative way. I mean, if you, I think uh, you don't want to. You won't relax. You'll focus in even more on the details. So, uh, I mean, I'll be. We'll be ready to go, and I'll be ready to go for sure. Yeah, I think more than anything, they have no weakness uh, across that whole defensive line and that linebacker position. Uh, I mean, they do a good job of pass rushing. They do a good job with their DBs of rushing from the outside, and they keep changing it up. I think that's the biggest thing is you, you, can't, you can't relax back there. You have to make sure that you're really focused on the details. And same with the offensive line and the running backs and the protection plan. So, uh, I mean, it's a little bit of both. They have, they have great players all throughout that defense, and then they have a great, a great coach and a defensive coordinator. So, uh, for, for us, we have to focus on the details, prepare ourselves the best way possible, and at the end of the day, we have to go out there and play. Patrick, you talked about you know working yourself back into the groove as far as you know, being able to uh, not be limited moving around. 
What's the what's your message to the the offensive line, knowing that you know you won the series and you're going against the Chiefs? Yeah, I think you saw in the second half of this last game, man. Uh, they, they they stepped up and did a great job of protecting me, and where I was able to throw the ball from within the pocket. Um, and I'm sure they'll be ready to go. But I'm, like I said, it's a great defensive line, so it'll be a great challenge for them. Um, but I, I'm excited for those guys to go out there and accept the challenge. Um, not, not necessarily. Like I, like I was saying earlier, they're very game plan specific, and they switch every every time it seems like we play them. Um, and so it's one of those teams you have to be preparing for everything. Um, played them one time, they 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 pressure a little bit. We played them one time, they dropped a. We played them this last game, they played it more uh, kind of true to the coverages. So I'm I'm expecting them to have a mixture of all that stuff, man. I mean that's why they're in this position. Um, and so you just prepare yourself to be ready for it and execute the play, and then move on to the next one. Thank you. Thanks, Pat. Thanks, Patrick. Hello. Can you talk a little bit about facing Joe Burrow and what it is you're – you've faced him enough now. Yeah. You know, you guys got experience with him. What do you see as some of the keys? Is he throwing the ball quicker? Why has he had the success he's had? And what are you guys trying to do to neutralize that? Yeah. Uh, well, just on top of the, the arm talent that he has, you know, he can make all the throws, deep balls, short balls. It's just he's also very patient. You know, he makes really good decisions with the football – hardly ever turns it over. It's really hard um, to get the gimmies um, that sometimes you see quarterbacks give the ball away. But with him, you really have to take it away. He's not going to give anything to you. Um, like I said, very smart to put football, very patient. Um, and then even uses his legs at times when he needs to, too. Justin, one of the things that we noticed last, uh, last game, several times you guys had opportunities to make the tackles short and wide Yeah, huge. I mean, this is the the playoffs, and you know, it's a game of inches. And you know, there's a couple moments in that game to where you know the ball just was a little bit shorter. You know, the game might swing in a different direction. I mean, even that they come down to the wire at the end of the game, they even completed a slant on the outside, um, just inches away from making a play on the ball. Um, that's just a credit to those guys. They do a good job on that offense. Um, but we started to catch some heat too on the defensive side of the ball from December. Um, we're going to have to ride that. Uh, train of momentum that we've created and take, out, take that with us into this game, really play our best game of football um, against a very talented and high-powered offense. Justin, this unit of receivers was led by Jamar Chase. What makes them so difficult to defend, especially Jamar? I know you weren't here for the first two matches. Mm-hmm. The first one still goes for 90 in his return. And he's had, I think, around 400 altogether. What makes it so difficult along with getting the well, first and foremost, you know, you got Joe, Joe Burrow at quarterback and, you know, he finds him to get the ball. But also they have a very talented cast wide receivers and him and also, you know, 83 and 85 and the way that they run their routes. Joe's not afraid to throw to any of them, though. They're not afraid of the one-on-one matchups on the outside, taking a shot down deep. Um, and then they also just get the ball to him in space. Um, they know that a lot of tension's on them and they find ways to get him the ball, screens, check downs, things like that, and just get him the ball in space and let him do his thing. Um, you know, that's a connection that they've had for – a long time now, going even back to their college years. Um, so they know each other well, and that tends to show up on the football field. Justin, I know, I know it's easier said than done, but as Fags talked about how, how much or how quickly you'll have to get to Joe Burrows, because it seems like, you know, he's, I think he's been sacked by the Chiefs one time last year. Melvin Ingram made a defensive game for the one time. Carl Rogers was the one this year. How vital and how important is it for you all to get to the ground? Oh, extremely important. Um, can't let him sit back in the pocket and just get into rhythm throws because that's when he's most dangerous. 
Um, really need to find ways to force him out of the pocket and, and make those plays because you're not going to win a game if you don't get sacks, if you don't get turnovers, especially against offense like this. Um, so got to find ways to get pressure on them and create those turnovers. Looking back at last year, your game against the Bills literally changed the NFL with the postseason moves. How are you guys preparing to potentially go into the time where postseason Um Well, first course of business is to try and handle what you can do in the first 60 minutes. Um, but if it comes down to the overtime rules, um, you know, I think the dynamics change a little bit in the postseason now that, you know, if the one team scores, they, the other team will get a chance at it. I'll leave that to Coach Reed on, we know, which direction they're going to want to go with the coin flip. Um, but as far as we know, if it comes to that, we go out, we play defense. You know, it doesn't matter what the score is. If we're down or we're up, we play defense. We stop them from scoring any points. So that's going to be the mentality on the defensive side of the ball. Justin, just given Chase and, and all these weapons with Higgins and all their pass catchers, how much more elevated does the communication in the, in the back end become and then the safety help that you might need with, with these guys? Extremely. You know, we want to know where he's at every play. I mean, the guy has put in enough times on tape that he's a very dynamic weapon for them. Um, so we're going to have to have high-level high awareness. Um, Arrowhead Stadium, you're going to be able to help us out with the noise that I'm sure is going to be there and disrupting the communication that they're going to have on their offense communicating with each other. And we're going to have to do a good job on communicating on defense, um, non-verbally, verbally, whatever way we can, um, make sure everybody's on the same page. I know that uh, it's been about a month probably since you've been saying the rookies aren't rookies anymore. Mm -hmm. How ready are your young guys in the secondary for this challenge that they're facing? We're very confident in them. You know, they're built for this. Um, we've seen it again last week. You know, Jalen Watson coming up with a big-time play to ice the game for us. Uh, so they're ready for this moment. We're confident in them. Um, and, you know, we're going to go out and play. How important was it that they've been able to go up against some guys like Deuce and Devontae Adams early on in the season? Was it just yeah, it really pays off with their confidence level here. You know, um, definitely um, it's a bigger stage. You know, the whole world's going to be watching. But at the end of the day, it's still a football game. You still rely on your technique, your keys, the same things you did before. Um, obviously, mistakes are magnified in the playoffs, so you can't have as many of those. Um, but if you do the same thing you're doing, confident in your technique, uh, it's going to tend to show up and good things tend to happen with that. So I encourage them to stay consistent with that. Um, do what they always do um, and come and play their best game. Don't think too much. Just go play. Justin, did you see the video of the, the players on the sideline at the end of the game saying we're going to be at Burrowhead Stadium next week? What's your reaction to that? Yeah, I think we all saw it. And, you know, those guys are having fun since they won the game. Um, but we're going to just – let our play on the field speak for us, and you know we're not going to get into any jokes and messages with them. Thanks. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity, but giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge—that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's insight assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N 
Twenty-nine.com. Hi. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm excited. But, well, yeah. talk a little bit about you've seen this team a few times now. And Patrick was explaining how they're really good on defense of showing you one thing, doing another. They change it up. So what do you see as the biggest challenge facing them this time? I think the biggest challenge for us is just going out there and just, you know, making plays. You know, you talk about two uh, teams that are both prestige uh, great defense, and for us, it's just more so that we have to execute our plays. And when the ball is thrown to you, make your plays, convert on third downs. Um, and like you said, Pat said one of the biggest things that they do with their defense is that they change a lot of things in between plays, uh, which is, which helps some. But for ourselves, it's more so that you know we got to play our best game. Where, where have they gotten? I mean, you're kind of uniquely qualified playing them two times a year in the division, and back from over here getting a second time at them. Where where have they improved in, in defense? You know, a couple of years ago when you were seeing them. I just think, honestly, they're just a physical team. They just play physical um, uh, from start to finish, uh, all four quarters. And that's something that, you know, I saw that playing them uh, in Cincinnati, and it felt like a, a playoff atmosphere game. And that's kind of like, you know, what I'm expecting to see here. You've had a lot of Oh, they're gonna play football regardless. They've been playing ball since their whole life. They love the game so much. There's, there's nothing. That's, that's, there's nothing that's, that's gonna stop Pat from doing what Pat does. So, uh, if that's you're trying to ask me, yeah. Um, I'm sure a lot of guys are aware of the comments that they're making. Um, I've been playing against this team since I've been in the NFL, so it's nothing new to me. Like they, <laughs> the Bengals, they've always been the raw, raw team, and you know they back it up, and that's what they've been doing this whole season. So it's just more so for us, for me, to go out there and just play, just play ball, have fun, and just talk about shorty pads and helmet. How excited were you to see Patrick Mahomes and the way his condition seems to be, you know, improving as he moves down the line from now? Uh, super excited, man. Uh, like you said, that, that, that kid, man, he's a he's a dog. He he doesn't he doesn't give up. He doesn't quit. As you guys saw that this past game, and you know, going into this game, like I said, yeah, you'll see him out there. It pretty much that just pretty much to show that how much heart he has for his team and how much love you know for everyone. Um, even even this past game when he when he was going through his whole process and injury, um, you know he, he was still pushing. We could see that he was fighting, and it was it was nice for us because that kind of gave everybody in the room and the huddle momentum to like, yo, we gotta push, we gotta work for you. Like we're here for you, we got your back, and uh, and it showed this past game. Did you still early on in the season uh, ask you about you know what your goals were, and one of them was to get to this game and be able to go to the Super Bowl. What's your excitement level? Like super excited. <laughs> what's, your, what's your excitement level getting to be able to play this game? I'm, I'm super excited. Man. I can't wait to practice today. I can't wait to just go out there. Um, it's, it's just more so that, you know, you know, uh, this is my sixth year in the league, and I've been trying to, you know, get to this every year. And the fact that I'm here and I'm, you know, preparing for the week, like, you know, we take day by day. Uh, and like I said, I just, I'm excited. One thing, we, 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 don't, we can't peak too soon, though. So, yes, yeah, sir. Have you left yourself to, to think about what it'll be like if you won this game and made it to your first Super Bowl? 
I haven't even thought that far. I'm, I'm focused on today. And once we, once we conquer today, we'll focus on tomorrow and then the following day. And then when, day, when game day comes, we'll go from there. What was, it, what was it like to see the game plan heading into this week? Just knowing you've done it now for 19, 20 weeks, but for this particular game, what was your sort of first reaction when you saw what you guys are building upon? It's fire. It's fire. <laughs> it's, it's it, you know, I, I mean, you know, it's Andy Reid, it's Patrick Mahomes. Like, it's, it's nice. It's nice. When you look at everything that you mentioned that, that Drew does with that defense and how they change things up, how important is it for you guys all as pass catchers to recognize things early? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I, I mean, that's a big thing. That's, that's very important for all of us, you know, for all of us to be all on the same page, being able to read coverages in between while you're running routes, knowing when to stop, when to keep running. And it's, that's, like, the biggest thing for us because you said, like, this defense is really good. They're, they're physical up front. They change around. They move around a lot. And for us, we got to be on the same page with Patrick Mahomes. So I think it's just more so for everyone just getting on the same page, right time, right moment. And it's going to be like that on both sides of the ball. When Chad came in the other day, the run game became even more important, and, and you guys kind of had to step up. How much uh, of attention and elevation is there in the idea of we're going to have to up a little bit this week when it comes to the little things like run blocking for, for you pass catchers? Yeah, no, no, most definitely. I mean, we definitely got to run the ball. Uh, that's definitely huge for us. And like you said, when Chad came in, which Chad Henney's a dog, if you guys don't know that, uh, he came in, and, and that was like our, our big emphasis is that be able to get the run game going just so we could throw the ball deep. And like I said, it just, it just goes hand in hand when you run the ball and pass the ball. Thank you, Jason. Thank you. Appreciate it. Hello, how you doing? Nick, um, you're facing Joe Burrow again. Um, what success, why has he been able to pull wings out? What is it you're looking for when you're facing him this time after having enough experience against him? Uh, yeah, uh, the last three times we played him, especially like the last time, uh, the check downs became a problem. I was able to get the ball out to the running backs, so and now they made plays for him out there in space and uh, kept him in front of the sticks. Uh, so we've got to do a good job of that and tackling check downs. And um, uh, if we do that, we feel like we have a better chance of winning. Mixon didn't play in the last game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I got great, two great backs, man. Um, I watch them both a lot uh, OU, and um, I watch them and continue to play together in the league. And um, again, complete opposites uh, in terms of the skills that they bring to the offense, but they're still both hard tackles and hard outs. So uh, it's all, it takes all 11 of us. Uh, we got to stop the front, I mean, stop the ball with our front. And, uh, and our linebackers, and uh, we've got to tackle on space. How difficult is it, you know, as for you setting the defense and communicating with everybody when they move Jamar around so much, and especially trying to put him in the backfield or get a quicker thing on the scrimmage and kind of figuring out where to move? Yeah, I think they do a great job with everybody uh, they have in their scheme. Uh, mixing around, putting them in different spots, different locations, uh, trying to make the defense think a little bit. I throw them in the backfield a little bit as well. Uh, just kind of switch it up a little bit. But uh, this game, we just got to communicate. Uh, we got to get in line uh, and, and, and communicate. Uh, get everybody to get in line and uh, just execute the game plan. Uh, we just got to tackle out in space again, like I said, and um, uh, make, try to make it hard as we can for Joe Burrow um, and then uh, see what happens at the end of the game. Nick, how good is, is Burrow's awareness, just considering when you guys bring blitzes from the second and third level, it seems like he's able to get the ball out real quick. Yeah, uh, he got a great feel for the game, man. Uh, we got to do a great job uh, with disguises uh, throughout this week. Uh, he gets the ball out uh, quick, and then if he holds on to it, uh, sees a blitz, gets out to check down, uh, gets to his hot route. So he does a great job of that. Again, it kind of helps him stay in front of the sticks. Uh, now kind of hurt us the last two times we played him. Nick, how much did that loss in the championship game last year motivate you in the offseason? Oh, man, it's a lot. 
Uh, it was my first year, and um, I kind of feel like I left a couple, a couple plays out there on the table. Um, and so uh, I've been focusing on, on this one for a while. Uh, just a chance to get back to this game, and uh, we have to play them again. So I'm excited. I know our team's excited, especially our defense excited. Did the players feel more precious time around, obviously, when I know you were here for it, but in 2018, they lost to the Patriots, motivating Patriots. They won the next two AFC Championship games. They didn't like the fact that an opponent coming in, taking Lamar Hunt's trophy away. With that team doing that last year, coming back in, yeah, man, I feel like uh, I feel like we're motivated. Uh, just a, uh, just another chance to compete uh, for another game at Arrowhead. Uh, we got another ch- chance to play at home in front of our home fans, and um, that's exciting for us. Uh, we got good mind. We got to execute. Uh, we can't really worry about uh, 2018 and comparing it to back then. And um, we got to execute the game plan. We got to go out there, play fast, play physical, um, and have fun. Um, I feel like that's just the message for this game. It's kind of what we got in house. Uh, it's kind of what we're motivated, uh, kind of motivate each other uh, and our teammates. Uh, we're going to execute and just play hard for each other. Nick, this is the fourth time you're playing them in two years. Mm-hmm. Like a division rival almost because you, you match up so often. Maybe it's just the cameras catching the right time, but it seems maybe more chirpy, mm-hmm. maybe a little more chatter between the two teams than, than normal games. Does it feel that way to you? Is there more talk? Is there? Uh, I just play off football. Uh, I've been here. This is my second year, and I've played uh, in a lot of uh, playoff games, and um, I kind of feel like that's just the, the level of intensity that you bring every single week. Uh, you got to bring that. Um, you got to have that edge, have that chip on your shoulder if you want to compete and um, win games and, and get a chance to play in the Super Bowl. They don't, they don't get under your skin more? No, sir. No, sir. Nick, you mentioned tackling the check down, but mm-hmm. also those elusive receivers like Jamar Chase and Keegan mm-hmm. and all those guys. Like, What's the difficulty of trying to get them to limit their yardage? Because they've been pretty productive against you guys. Yeah, uh, we're a press team, so we got to get hands on receivers. And um, again, uh, we got to tackle. Uh, they do a great job putting their playmakers out there in space, uh, giving them a room to work with. So uh, we got a vice tackle, uh, get 11 hats to the ball, man, and just got to tackle out in space. That's going to be the name of this game. Uh, they do a great job. Uh, Zach Taylor does a great job as well, getting their, their playmakers out there in space and um, getting good spacing and uh, running backs, check downs, uh, tight ends, all of it. Uh, so it's all about tackling space and executing the game plan. Nick, you mentioned the check downs. Uh, when you went back and watched those, mm-hmm. Uh, a little bit of both and a little bit of bad tackling as well. Um, I kind of got to own our leverages and um, use use people uh, that are designated in that defensive play. Uh, maybe be a corner, another linebacker, or a safety. I just got to use who, who who we have in our scheme and um, in tackling. Uh, kind of led to a lot of it, including myself. I think I had a couple plays last time. Nick, there's so much talk about mm-hmm. how cool Joe is, how calming he holds. He always is. In the matchups you guys have had with him, has there been a moment where you guys have seen him rattled or you've rattled him? Uh, Last time we played him, I uh, can't speak for I can't remember the rest of them, but last time we played him, uh, he didn't make a mistake uh, all game, and um, he played a pretty clean game. And so uh, I think we got to do a better job of uh, forcing him to make a, a little bit tougher decisions. Um, we kind of get more pressure on him if we can, and um, actually uh, finishing off sacks. Uh, I know we struggled for that the last two times we played him. Kind of along the lines of what James asked. I mean, maybe with the exception of your guy, is there anybody that stands in there, tougher with, with all, everything flying around him and stays focused? Is he about as tough to rattle as you come up against? Outside our quarterback, yes, sir. Yep, thank you. Can you talk a little bit about just the feeling at the moment? Here you are getting ready for an AFC championship game against a team that you know could play its toughest game this weekend. Uh, so for me, um, you know, I've been waiting on this moment my whole life. Um, so for me to continue to be myself and go out there and follow the leaders and take it play by play and let the game come to me. Do you feel more of a sense I mean, with, with Patrick being you know, limited in some way uh, that it more is on the running game? You, the offensive lineman, you guys 
talking about how much more important it might be to, to make sure the runs going this week? Uh, it doesn't matter what we call. Uh, who's the quarterback, what we call, uh, who, when we play, where we play. Uh, you know, we're ready to go out there and execute. Where's your confidence level? I mean, now that you I remember when you were first kind of getting in, when you get your first start now all the way, with, you know, 19 games in this thing, where's your confidence level? Um, like Coach Toe said, you know, there's, we're, we were rookies at one point, but now we're not rookies. You know, the season's kind of over with. So for me, um, I, I kind of carry that mentality um, that, you know, I'm not a rookie anymore. So, you know, just continue to follow the leaders and, and, and do my role and play my part so we could execute. Uh, following the leaders, who, who is it that you're leaning on the most? Is it, is it Jared? Is it, is it Jared? It's, it's Jared, Travis, and Pat, and, and the whole offensive line. Uh, the guys that have been here before me and, and they've been in these situations, um, those are the guys that I look up to and, and, and learn from. Um, they play very hard. They play as one. And, um, you know, you can credit them on that. Uh, they play very hard. So, for us, we got to go out there and be ready to execute from the snap of the ball. Divisional championship as a rookie, like, overcome a lot in your life. Like, what would it mean to, like, your siblings? Um, it's going to mean a lot. Um, I have my nieces and nephews that are here to watch me uh, grow and, you know, see me at my lowest to now my highest. Um, but, you know, I, I always tend to, to not uh, let it level out. Um, I'm not satisfied. Um, the job is not over with. Um, There's more to come. I say, you I, see a team that, like the Bengals, against the Chiefs, you like to go a lot of wide top. As a running back and with your style, does, does that feel like an opportunity for you when you see more of those guys out there than maybe linebackers and bigger players? Um, definitely. Uh, you know, there's a lot of big guys out there, like you said, and uh, for me to trust the scheme and, and allow the game to come to me will allow me to uh, be at my best. Isaiah, as you've gone along here, the coaching staff, you yourself has mentioned that you know I need to find that patience as a pro. As you've gone along and you look back, how, how do you feel like you improved there and where, where do you find yourself right now? Um, like I said, um, just going back to, to looking at the leaders and, and learning from them and, you know, taking the, the, the game from them. And so that's what I've been doing. And Learning from them has, has helped me overcome the game by playing so fast. The more playoffs game by come, you know, it, it gets faster as game by game. So for me to just continue to, to be patient and, and learn from my mistakes that we just learned from in the game in the classroom um, is important for me to uh, take those uh, mistakes and, and, and grow from them. Specifically, what is it me- uh, meant for BN? What is BNME meant for your, your development uh, in your first year here? Great coach. Uh, he motivational. Uh, and that's what it's all about, uh, being there for us when we need them and, you know, calling the plays. We're going to be the players out there playing. You can't play, so we got to go out there and execute. I expect Patrick to be himself uh, like he has been before and for me to be myself and continue to follow them and, and grow. How's your task? It's grown very, and that's uh, the most important thing about this game, being able to protect uh, and being able to play all three downs. So for me, growing more and, and trusting the scheme and continue to work hard um, is going to show for itself and, and just me allowing the game to come to me and taking it day by day to execute. Uh, I know you got to run the play. When, when, when the ball's coming to you, I know you have to run the play you guys designed. But, but how often do you look, 
rarity to have that type of player in the middle of the defensive line, what they can do. Do you put an eye on him? No, I'm I'm not really worried about the the name. Not worried about no names. Worried about the number and the scheme and trusting what we got that's called uh, so we can execute. And that's the mentality I've been bringing since. I'm not worried about the, the Hall of Famers or who. who. And I'm just worried about myself and my team and where we can grow and where we can build off of. Thank you. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today. First thing in the morning, as soon as you wake up, the to-do list starts. Does the car need gas? Hopefully those leftovers are still good. Why did I get CC'd on mom? No. You can't escape the to-do list, but you can make the most of your me time with a relaxing shower using Method Hair Care products. Try Pure Peace Volumizing, Simply Nourish Moisturizing, or Daily Zen Shampoo and Conditioner for daily use. All formulated with long-lasting fragrances and are safe for color-treated hair. Reconnect with the best version of yourself. Visit methodproducts.com to unleash your inner shower.